Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. For the first time in 20 years, the Montana State Bobcat men's basketball team is the champions of the Big Sky Conference. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. MSU bounced back from Sunday's rivalry loss in resounding fashion, racing to a 69-53 win over Southern Utah to secure at least a share of the Big Sky title with two games remaining in the regular season. Bobcat senior Xavier Bishop poured in 28 points. Senior slasher Amin Adamu added 13, and Jabril Bello scored 11 points to go with nine rebounds to help Montana State secure its first Big Sky banner since 2002. The Bobcats have only ever won three Big Sky regular season titles previously and have not been to the NCAA tournament since 1996. A win in either Thursday's game against Sac State or Saturday's game against Northern Colorado will give the Bobcats the outright Big Sky title and the top seed in next week's Big Sky tournament in Boise, Idaho. The Big Sky women's hoops. The final week of the regular season begins Wednesday because the Big Sky tournament on the women's side begins on Monday in Boise. The Lady Grizz continue their quest for a conference tournament seeding at Northern Colorado tonight. And Montana State looks to rebound from its loss to UM on Saturday with a game against Upstart Sac State. A win in Greeley would secure a first-round buyer for the Lady Grizz, while MSU is already locked into a buy and still in contention for a share of the Big Sky title with Idaho State. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. says I, I gotta get my curly fries out of the car they're getting they're getting did. they're getting cold they were <laughs> you're sitting in here never sticking to the the the, the format clock anyway uh, well you're right I, I actually i got out on time the first two segments and then of course i blew it because yeah. what else is new yeah it's okay it's Nuanas now espn radio as well as swx montana television i'm colter nuanas coming to you from the northwest motorsport studio Take back control of the road with a new rig from Northwest Motorsport. You can find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Jam-packed first hour. The news of the day in the Treasure State sporting world. The Montana State men's basketball team 
beat Southern Utah last night, 69-53. That means the Bobcats have at least a share of the Big Sky title for the first time in 20 years. So we heard from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. We also heard from Travis DeCure, University of Montana men's basketball coach. His team coming off a tremendous win over those first-place Bobcats Sunday in Missoula. So Coach DeCure's team hoping to peak at the right time. And then we also had a little history lesson. Today we learned about Babe Diedrichson, one of the great all-round athletes ever, one of the great female athletes, and a pioneer maverick and everything in between in the world of women's sports. You can find everything from today's first hour on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. One other piece of sporting news, and I don't want to digress on this too much, but the Rocky Mountain College women won the Frontier Conference Championship last night, their first in 34 years. This is amazing not only because of the historic nature of it. 34 years is a long time between championships and the fact that they did it uh, over a really talented Carroll College team that has been the cream of the crop in the Frontier Conference. But last year, we had a situation that seems to be becoming more prevalent uh, for the, a lack of a better way of giving you an analogy. Uh, too often in, in youth sports and, and even into college sports, we let the inmates run the asylum. And Wes Keller was put on leave last year because of a bunch of players on his team that were bellyaching about not playing. He eventually got reinstituted, and the administration had a lot of heads roll. That's all to say that Wes Keller took his Rocky Mountain College Bears from 1-11 last year in the Frontier Conference to the champions this year. So I think he got the last laugh. So congratulations to Coach Keller and his team. We'll have full coverage of you, for you from the Frontier Conference teams that make it to the NAIA National Tournament. We are putting the bow on our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. Congrats, Colton. I can't believe we made it, and we could have done it without <laughs> this guy here, Tommy Evans, in studio with me. You're probably most familiar with him from the Trail 103.3. But, uh, Tommy, there is no not nearly enough time. We'd have to be on the radio for five, six, seven days straight for us to talk about all of the ways that you have saved this place's bacon. I mean, Jeff and I yesterday came and used the right mic. We can't do anything (laughs) without you. When Tommy's gone, if he's either on vacation and or sick, it's like full panic mode for some of us challenged people because we have no idea how to do anything around here without him. Um, But on a serious note, though, I mean, it's pretty cool that we've made it this long because maybe you can explain to people in in as layman terms as possible why ESPN Radio is so challenging to operate. It's different than most radio stations, right? Well, there are, Coulter, first of all, thanks for having me in your awesome brand new studio. Well, it's, it's you also built this, too. I was going to say, whoever designed this is just clearly up, uh, hitting way above the marks yeah, of what oh it yeah. should be. Oh, yeah. But in all seriousness, I mean, there are a lot of different branches uh, that we could explore from your question here. What makes ESPN so challenging? The first and foremost uh, branch I'd like to address is making it work in a market in a city the size of Missoula, you sure. know, it's ESPN. Sure, it's a it's a really powerful. As our old friend Ryan used to say, there's a massive power um, behind that four letter brand, For which sure. is ESPN. And so, <clears throat> making it work technically with the satellites and the uplinks and the downlinks and the relays and the closures and all that, you know, is tough. And it was a lot of trial by fire for me. One day, my boss said, "You're part time," and then a week later, she said, "You're full time, and you start tomorrow." And you don't get to say no. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she operates. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, let's all figure this out together. And we had a lot of fun. But um, the challenging piece has been coming up with uh, a way to make this a viable platform for local sports and to speak to the community. And so really the challenge is keeping you on time. That's the biggest challenge that I have. (laughs) And what you do on this show is, as far as I'm concerned, unparalleled uh, uh, on radio in this town, you know. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But there, for those that don't know, there's there's national ESPN content that you can play. But then we tap into the national satellite, and we have this two-hour show. We also have some other local content, whether it's our Grizz pre- and post-game shows or some remotes that we do from a variety of different sporting events. We have our daily sports centers that run you know, quarter after the hour on the hour. 
Yeah. But there's so many different clocks, right? There's so many clocks. There are so many technical commands and cues. I mean, in every piece of audio being broadcast, especially in particular through ESPN, there are what they call sub-audible tones. So there are different sounds that they call white noise, brown noise, or pink noise wow. at certain frequency ranges running through all the time that we cannot hear, but I have equipment set up to detect it and then send off a 5-microvolt uh, electrical closure to some piece of equipment somewhere. That could be your console here. That could be the EAS equipment. It could be my phone to say, why the hell isn't Coulter here on time today? I mean, whatever it could be. So there's a lot that goes into making it function and work 24-7, 365, baby. So when uh, when, when there's this um, gravelly-voiced, caveman-looking man who doesn't change his clothes... <laughs> That's begging you to help him give a, a, at this point, it was Tuesdays with Tutel, yeah. uh, a weekly radio show. What did you think that the long-term future was? Was there any confidence that we would be sitting here 10 years later? In my mind, there was. Well, right, because you, really you were just going to make it happen. So right? let me tell you, so just to go back a little bit, this is interesting. You know, I got my start in radio because I love music. Sure. You know, I wanted to be on the radio, and I was in a band. And so I want oh, to be yeah. on the Dude, radio. Smile. They're a, That's uh, right. They're a chart-topping band, just not in America. That's exactly right. You should go download the album. It's available on all the major <laughs> music platforms. Uh, so I got into radio because I love music, but my segue into a full-time radio career was sports radio. Right. And if you know me at all, the big joke, I mean, I'm not a sports guy. Nope. I don't know anything about sports. Nothing. Didn't, I, I wrestled. I was in, you know, Kempo and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Taekwondo. So, I, you know, some physical activity. But other than running when in danger, uh, I'm not getting involved. And so to have <laughs> walked into the radio station with the job title of engineer in training was something I never would have expected. And so I started to learn all the technicals about how to make the station work and what we can do and how we can localize it and started to read the, the contract about content, what we can and can't do, and learned so much from our awesome leader, Becky, about, right, about what we can and can't do. Sure. And so then we started to do some really cool things. I had the privilege to be a part of our first year of broadcasting at the time, Osprey Baseball. Sure. And so we got out there and we threw it on and we made... <laughs> Gosh knows how many changes to make it work. <laughs> and then we had we brought on Loyola basketball and Loyola football. And then we had a we set up a link over to Carroll College and we and we started doing all these really cool things that were fun. And my vision for what my career in radio could be shifted away from music and being a music DJ to I want to run the coolest sports station ever in the history of sports stations. And I feel like we've We've done that. And so when Ryan came along, so I want to have a, you know, a show, uh, those in charge and those who look at other things than just what's cool, you know, finances, sure, perhaps, sure, sure. Uh, et cetera, uh, said, look, you guys can do this one day a week. And man, I was up for like two months leading up to that, co coming up with clocks and all these different songs we could use and what would make the show work and what would appeal to the people and all this stuff, dreaming big. And we spent many nights sitting around thinking, well, how can we go from a half-hour show to a one-hour show? And folks listening might giggle and go, really? You know, 30 minutes to an yeah. hour, you just you babble about, just add another sport. Well, there's so much more to it than that to make it work. For sure. And so then we went to an hour. And then we grew that, and we had in guests, and we added, get this, Coulter, we added a second microphone. Oh, buddy. That was a big deal, yeah, man. Because, because Tucker and Tutel used to do this thing in, <laughs> with one mic. Yeah. And so there's, like, the legendary <laughs> stories before it was on TV or YouTube. Then in the summer, it would be so hot. It was in this. It was in our old shop yeah. in the Langley building uh, over on, I guess it would be Central Reserve. We're out on yeah. North Reserve now. And the production studio, I can fully vouch that they were doing it from. It's very hot, so yeah, they have. There's always there's the uh, the the uh, hearsay that those guys used to do the show shirtless sometimes in they, the heart of July. Look, I won't talk about what went on in that windowless <laughs> room, Coulter. But the the three of us were crammed in there with in the beginning one microphone, and it was like pretty cool. And <laughs> we just had a, a an old Radio Shack phone in there. So then the next big piece of learning was. Well, how do we take callers and put callers on the air? Right. But the problem was, 
you know, it was this loud ring in the, sure. in the background of the show. So we learned how to silence the, the phone and get a phone flasher, you know. It's, that started to feel a little more official, you know. And then we built out a second studio and gave them a proper room, brought the cameras in and have this awesome partnership with KTMF at SWX Television now. And so to really go back to your, your question, did you... Did I ever see a time when this show would be daily, two hours every day in this control room, everything else? Yes, from the very beginning. Yeah. And where we go next is, uh, you know, to the top, man. We're going to go to national programming, you know, Sirius XM distribution. You, you can do it all, Coulter. Well, yeah, I know. The thing I always tell the new media people that moved to Missoula and moved to Montana is that the brilliance of their job is that it doesn't matter at all to anybody outside of the state of Montana, but it matters the world to the people that live in the state of Montana. And that's yeah, why sure. I love doing what we do. Yeah. And actually, our analytics now show from our, our TV as well as our um, streaming and podcast that actually about 40% of you that are listening to this in a variety of forms, likely not on the live radio in western Montana, but all of the other exterior forms that aren't exactly ESPN Radio, Forty percent of you guys aren't actually in Montana. You just have some ties to Montana, obviously, or yeah. maybe we've helped teach you about Montana. It's Nuance Now, ESPN Radio. Most days, SWX Montana Television, but we have some uh, Washington High School girls basketball going on right today on SWX. But you can always watch us on YouTube. You can always stream the show one zero two nine ESPN.com. All right. Well, so that's all the serious stuff. That's all the waxing poetic about it. And to, to put a to put a bow on that, though, I'm so glad you did believe in it because we've built yeah. this up into something that I know that we're both very proud of. Extremely and, uh, proud. I am. It, it, yeah. It's really it's it, it's a difficult task. It's a lot of work, but man, it's so fun doing it. And I, I love how much you love to geek out about it. Like, cause I always have all these ideas about my crazy traveling radio show and I, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't do any of that stuff without you. So I appreciate you so much, man, for, for making all that kind of stuff happen. Yeah, I mean, I love to do it, Coulter. I wouldn't be here if I wouldn't. The the guy that brought me on, Dave, I think yep, you had him Dave on the Cowan. show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dave Cowan is the, he's the true genius mastermind behind all this stuff. And when I came in to speak with Dave, he said, you know, if you want to do radio, you will work no less than 50 hours a week and For you'll sure. never be anything close to rich. Right. So if that's cool with you, and I say, yep, sign me up, <laughs> yep. you know, but uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. And sure, we're all on call 24-7, 365. Some of those relay commands could miss or yep. this or that could change or there's too much snow on the satellite dish. I'm, I'm out here at three in the morning throughout the winter uh, now going into my 10th year sweeping snow off the dish. I mean, whatever it takes to keep it going, you know. Tommy Evans, our uh, head engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, as well as uh, you probably most famously know him from the trail, 103.3, joining us here on ESPN Radio, the yeah. uh, bookend of our 10th anniversary celebration here on ESPN. All right, none of that serious stuff. <laughs> What's the dumbest thing that's ever been said on this show? Well, uh, folks can go back to the new one is now podcast. <laughs> Available on all your podcasting platforms, and you can listen back to every minute of archived audio over the last six years, and you have six years worth of the dumbest stuff that has been said all right there. This is so funny because when you're a print guy, which I'm a print guy in my essence, yeah, that is so archived, and, and especially when you work at a newspaper or like what we've wanted Skyline Sports to become is an archiving of history as much as a content production website. Yeah. And so then the... When I used to work in newspapers, when you make a mistake, that lasts forever. Yeah. Online, you make a mistake. Somebody alerts you, you can change it real quick. Sure. Misspelling, bad punctuation, whatever. You can you fix it real quick. So that that eases that burden a little bit. But Ryan Tutel used to always say, well, I can say whatever I want because nobody's going to ever remember. And then when we started podcasting, he was freaking out all the time because <laughs> it just gets archived. Uh, there's been some pretty funny moments on this show. Though. Remember when... Um, Ryan was telling the story about me being allergic to his bunny, and I got and I and I got a full-on bloody yeah. nose in the midst of the story from said allergies to the stupid bunny. Yeah, I do. You know, there was there were a few of those moments, and back when I was producing the show, sure, and we would put silly songs on for the the rejoin section. Yep, yep. There was one about eating an avocado that Ryan just loved. Yep, you know, and we had this whole segment about my coin dozer experience. Oh that one Gosh. time when I won the PS4 at so, the fair. So Tommy is a coin dozier aficionado. That's right. He spends so much time and money at the Western Montana Fair every year trying to win prizes 
Explain to people that don't know what a coin dozier is. You know, so they have these machines, and sometimes it's <laughs> little, little gold coins, and sometimes it's quarters, and you drop them in, and there's this little bulldozer that moves back and forth, and it pushes the coins off, and eventually you might win some more coins. Okay. I don't know. You, 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 you win more debt. You know, whatever. But at the fair, they had this system where you get all these tokens, and if you collected enough tokens, you could win a PS4. And we ran this whole scheme. And that was another part of the engineering innovation of ESPN Radio, Coulter, because I couldn't sit around board hopping and producing uh, Osprey Baseball and Ryan's show every day till 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. I had to get to the fair to play the coin dozer. I had to get the blue tokens. So we <laughs> developed this little app called the system that we run your station with is RCS Next Gen. So we developed the RCS Next Gen remote app. So from anywhere with cellular connectivity, right. I can run the station all the time. So I took down there with me a battery-powered radio, had little headphones in, and I listened. We'll be back after this. Top of the third inning, it's Osprey Baseball, and I'm down there slinking coins into the coin dozer going running it right off of the phone. It's true. And some of the stupidest stuff that was said on this show comes back to Ryan berating me about this <laughs> and wondering why I'm wasting my money on this. But I didn't waste money, Coulter, because I won a hello PS4. <laughs> it's the coolest thing that's ever happened. I also specifically remember one time when you joined the team, mm -hmm. uh, you were eating a fudge sickle on the on the show because much like at the old studio in this one you say it's so hot in here I'm sweating all I, the time yeah, I, you've got I, the I, air conditioner I'm, down at 66 and look at you I'm now sweating. you're all perspirating I'm sweating and so Coulter did this at the old studio oh it's so hot but he had all these popsicles and you came in that one day you know it was 4.05 the intro runs and you hear like this crinkle crinkle and, and Ryan's like you're breaking the cardinal rule which is do not eat or drink anything on the show Meanwhile, you got a mouthful of fudge sugar going, Hello, man. It's pretty hot in here. I'm, I'm trying to cool off. I've got no air conditioning. So I think, it, I, I don't think the specific answer is what was said on the show that was stupid, <laughs> but it was you dousing my microphones in fudge sickle juice. It was playing avocado rejoin songs. It was remotely broadcasting from the fair over a PS4. But also, some of those are some of the greatest moments I think the show's ever had. CSP <laughs> like, around. You know? Table presented proudly by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls is a great place for your family, your friends, any gathering, breakfast, lunch, dinner. They got 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, a full casino, and a full menu for you. Go check out Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, Paradise Falls. Missoula's coolest hot spot. One of the worst things to come through the airwaves of this particular program fell as part of one of your ancillary broadcast series with uh, with the uh, with the post game show mm. coming out of the, one of the one of the night Grizz games. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know the remote setup very well. For well, sure. And I'll just name him here. Ryan Tutel left that stuff all set up and plugged in and connected as I asked him <laughs> to. But here's where we ran into a problem. The clock was set to take over at a certain minute. I mean, radio's by the second. Right. So his intro ran, so go to the post-game show, live on location, it's Ryan Tutel. And I fade up the console, and what we hear on the radio, on ESPN Radio, streaming around the globe, recording on the podcast, going out over people's radios, I hear... I'm going, okay, we got some feedback. I call Ryan. Hey, buddy, I'm walking back. I'm not quite there. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm hearing, so I drop it. Long story sprinklers. short. The sprinklers <laughs> came on where we were broadcasting from, dousing all of my equipment, oh tens my of thousands God. of dollars worth of gear, and we broadcast some sprinklers out to the masses for a period of about 15 seconds. You gotta love it. Tommy Evans. No, we don't love it, Coulter. It still gives me anxiety <laughs> to this day thinking about it, man. Okay, well, so we gotta tell the people one more story because we'd be remiss if we didn't <laughs> cap the 10-year anniversary of ESPN with this story. So there's been a lot of little things, little hilarities. I mean, I, I think that... If you were to line up the uh, the corkiest people in Missoula, I believe that myself and Tommy and Tucker and Tutel are four of them, certainly. Uh, so that you know comes with its own challenges. Yeah, amen. But I was aware of very many of the traditions that Tutel and Tucker had, including okay. you know talking endlessly about the beavers that live in Tucker's backyard. Caster can canadensis or caladensis. Yeah, that too. Uh, 
you know, all sorts of things from Canadenses. From glorifying Tom Brady to hating on the Green Bay Packers and all these different things, right? Okay. But I had no idea about the tradition of this outrageously silly song <laughs> that Tommy used to play every Friday. <laughs> and so I'd been working here for about a month and a half. So finally, and I'm trying to sort of stay in my lane, which is definitely not my personality. Yeah, not even so close. So finally, I, after like six weeks, I'm comfortable enough with Tommy that I, I say to him, I said, what the hell? This is on radio. I said, what the hell is the song that we're listening to? Yeah. Why do we listen to this pop song that is clearly by some 12-year-old girl? I have no idea. I'm completely out to lunch on this. This then matriculates into a year-long saga. Tell people this story. Well, there is a famous song, perhaps those listening or your children have heard it, and it's a song about Friday by one Rebecca Black. And in me, the non-sports guy who's producing the sports show, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if we played Rebecca Black on Fridays to end the show? Because we have this little music outro that we do. Yep. But what you guys don't know is that Rebecca's a good buddy of mine. Well, but you got to start with the how this song was produced, because the, she really yeah. was like 12 or 13, right? Did, yeah, yeah. It's so, one, it one of these things where she wasn't even an aspiring musician as much as she was just from a pretty wealthy family. Yeah, I mean, her thing was, you know, she liked music, and, you know, she's from the big city. And so for her birthday, her folks organized a little recording session for her, hired a couple of ghost writers, and put together a pop song so she could get out there and record a song with her friends, make a music video, have some fun, you know, stuff is what you do when you got a couple extra hundred thousand just to blow. Sure. You know, it's what you and I go through once a month. You sure. Know? So they put this song together and it became the most disliked song on YouTube next to Justin Bieber's baby uh, in what, <laughs> of the first year? There's, I don't know, you guys can look in the back. There's 20 million down thumbs and there's what, six or 800 upvotes in total. You know, it's like this hated thing, and she got all this flack about it, and then there was a lawsuit. They sued the folks they hired to write and produce the song for making it sound bad. Well, you paid them. You paid them to write a crummy song, you know? So so this song came out in 2011, which would have been the first, uh, I guess, a, a little bit more than a year before um, ESPN Missoula debuted. Um, yeah, I was part-time in 2011. So the, you're right. This the song actually is up to 159 million views on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, it doesn't give you the full dislikes. It does have <laughs> it does have, it does have its an 888,000 comments on it though. And though, good for Rebecca. She has 1.4 million likes on this song now too. Okay, so then this comes full circle where I start. <laughs> I, I hate on this song, and then this becomes her stick. And every time it plays, I'm like, oh, my goodness, why are we playing this yeah. silly song again? And so then that leads you <laughs> to send behind my back the beration of this song, the, the criticism of this song <laughs> to this person. Yeah, I sent it to her. I sent a section of you ripping on poor little Rebecca that's, to Rebecca herself. That's only part of it. Then we get a letter in the mail. Then we get a card, yeah. and it's Rebecca writing to us saying, guys, it's so awesome that I've been able to break into a sports radio show. Thanks so much for the support. In the meantime, I'm like, I have not said a nice thing about this person who I've never met in my life, and the only thing she knows about me is that I think this song sucks. And so, so then this culminates then in Tommy one day, surprise springing on us. He says, hey, I got a guest for you. You got to fit her in at 430. We're like, who is it? He's like, just do it. Boom. All of a sudden, Rebecca Black, circa, uh, you know, she's, she's probably now 20 instead of being 14 because it's been six, seven years since this song actually comes out. Yeah. And now she's on my radio show, and I'm having to sit here and apologize 17 different ways because the only thing this girl knows about me is that I am this this completely rude person who just <laughs> completely ripped apart some, like, preteen girl for her birthday dream. It was all a part of crafting your on-air skills, Coulter, and oh, getting you, you to walk back your comments and be <laughs> nicer to people and treat them how you want to be treated. But no, in all seriousness, that was like the one interview that we did that was just really fully left field and it actually turned out to be a really fun segment. It did. You know? And I still have Rebecca's autograph CD and postcard at the house. We still text and uh, you know tweet at each other various things, whatever. She has... And to be just goofy. To be, just, to be completely fair, though, she has now evolved into 
I'm not going to say she was illegitimate because, again, she was super young when this right. first came out. But she's now a legitimate music artist, right? Yeah, yeah. She, I like, mean, actually makes a living doing music and, like, touring and things, like Yeah, I right? mean, there was a certain point where she, you know, began to take music uh, seriously and said, all right, you know, I take heat from everybody all the time about this. I mean, her, her entire identity was wrapped up in what people believe to be the worst song ever made. Like, that's awful. So <laughs> she made a comeback and has since, as far as I know, largely stripped that, uh, that persona away. And, again... No thanks to ESPN Missoula, Coulter, <laughs> creating uh, careers one musician at a time. Well, as they say, any exposure is good exposure, and I will say the song still is terrible. But <laughs> I'm so happy to have gotten to interview Rebecca Black, and I've listened to her newer music, and it's significantly better. She's grown as a musical artist in her in her young age here. So that, that's, amazing. that's, that's an all-timer, though, man. That's it, a hilarious story. To me, it just comes back to the... Um, support that we have from our owner. For sure. You know, here no that, that we can take risks and we can do silly things or fun things and have fun with the community or, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, Tom Brady on the show every day. We can put a silly sure. pop star on and just have fun, you know, and I think that speaks to the success of the show going into its, what, how many years now? This is, uh, the, I guess, the third iteration of the daily version of it. So yeah. we've been on ESPN Radio for 10 years total, but I think we've had daily show, or I guess, a show period for eight years, a daily show for seven years, and now I've gone on. This is my fifth year here at, e, at um, ESPN Missoula. So. Don't you think that the uh, the fine listeners of ESPN will be thrilled when I take over next and I host the show for two hours? Uh, you ha- you're hired yesterday. Oh. You can have. Oh it. man, you can have it. I would love to go back to being the number two. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos uh, corner every day. That's exactly right. Let's yeah. go. I can't wait for it. There was one other one. Oh. The last one we got to tell people. Yeah. Have, have the, 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 the probably fiercest debate or our biggest argument that okay. uh, Ryan Tutel and I ever had was twofold. One, how do you say Macklemore, the, oh, here uh, we go. the yeah. rap artist, <laughs> yeah. but B, what percentage of our listeners know who Macklemore is? First of all, oh, Ryan Coulter. says it Macklemore. Rather than Macklemore. It is Macklemore. Okay. Uh, that's that's one that I think we could find a definitive answer for. But I estimated that only probably about one quarter of our listeners know who Macklemore is. And that uh, Ryan said, are you kidding me? He's one of the most famous people on the earth. He's got so many YouTube views. He's got 80% of our listeners. I was like, dude, yeah. okay. So first of all, I, I will say this. That's a perfect uh, microcosm for how much the demographic of our listenership has evolved. Very good point. Uh, I would actually say now, because we're on YouTube, because we're on TV, because we have a podcast, we have a stream. You've had Rebecca Black on the show. For sure. <laughs> I would say probably a full 40 or 50% of our listeners know who that yeah. is now. Yeah, but when yeah. we were doing it then, it was traditional radio audience, which is probably a lot less of a broad audience. So uh, that's a debate that still hasn't died. But how about this? Text us right now. Do you know who Macklemore is or Macklemore, whichever one you want to say? The famous okay. hip-hop artist from Seattle, 888 You know who he is? Text us right now. Okay. Let's see. I bet you we don't get 10. Well, now listen. Now just just, just, just stop everything. <laughs> Number one, do you say Wednesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Same gig. It's Macklemore. It's not Macklemore. All right? <laughs> It's not Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Macklemore. You're over here being all, all by the book, Mr. Journalist. And it's not a debate. And look, I've sat behind the glass for you for years, going back to how long? 2014, 15, somewhere in there? 2016, yeah. Yeah, 2016. Listen, it's easy to sit back in that room behind the glass. Andrew can attest to this and realize... Colter is a blabbling buffoon. He doesn't know anything that he's talking about. And then to come into this room and sit face-to-face across from you, well, it's like, wow, you truly are an airhead. Everybody knows Macklemore. You took this goofy stance for the sake of having, you know, argumentative radio to try to get your ratings up, but it just it backfired because everyone knows Macklemore. The dude's winning Grammys. He's rich from the song about the coats, Colter. <laughs> you ain't rich. Tommy Evans here on ESPN Radio. Because 
This is so fitting. The only person around here that actually cares about the clock is Tommy, and we are so far past it that we get. We got to take a break, but oh, this geez. was wonderful. Anytime you want to come, next. I, how about this? Yeah. Next time you burn your house down or you, you, you uh, accidentally cost somebody a pet, come on by. Oh, that's a low blow. <laughs> that's a low blow. You didn't hear about the house fire I had two weeks ago. You have another one. My sauna caught on fire. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're saving this for another time. All right. Happy 10th anniversary. ESPN. That's the bow on it. Hope you enjoyed that. That's as, about as funny as you're going to get here. Thanks for having uh, me on, brother. On Nuanas now. You can always find Tommy on the trail, 103.3. Evenings from 6 to 9 and Tuesdays 6 to 7, my special new music show. Look at that. So you even got a new schedule. Tommy back on the trail all the time. He's doing the afternoons right now because our good That's buddy right. Mike Smith is out, but Tommy yeah. will be back on the trail all the time. Here. Love to have you on. Giving away a bunch of concert tickets next week, too. So 103.3, Wednesday for Win It Wednesday. Dial in with me. We'll set you up. Get you out uh, on the trail guest list for a concert. This is the easiest thing you'll ever do. You listen to Nuanas now until 6, and then you just go one notch up on the radio dial, and you're on with Tommy from 6 to 9 on the trail. Go to go to where the uh, where the real celebrity is, people. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> this guy's the real celebrity. Thanks, Nuanas Coulter. now, ESPN Radio, one of our favorites, Alex Esselman from SWX Montana Television. She will help us recap last night's victory for MSU over Southern Utah to secure the Big Sky Conference Men's Basketball Championship. Keep it right here. It's been Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. For the first time in 20 years, the Montana State Bobcat men's basketball team is the champions of the Big Sky Conference. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. MSU bounced back from Sunday's rivalry loss in resounding fashion, racing to a 69-53 win over Southern Utah to secure at least a share of the Big Sky title with two games remaining in the regular season. Bobcat senior Xavier Bishop poured in 28 points, senior slasher Amin Adamu added 13, and Jabril Bello scored 11 points to go with nine rebounds to help Montana State secure its first Big Sky ban since 2002. The Bobcats have only ever won three Big Sky regular season titles previously and have not been to the NCAA tournament since 1996. A win in either Thursday's game against Sac State or Saturday's game against Northern Colorado will give the Bobcats the outright Big Sky title and the top seed in next week's Big Sky tournament in Boise, Idaho. The Big Sky women's hoops. The final week of the regular season begins Wednesday because the Big Sky tournament on the women's side begins on Monday in Boise. The Lady Grizz continue their quest for a conference tournament seeding at Northern Colorado tonight, and Montana State looks to rebound from its loss to UM on Saturday with a game against Upstart Sac State. A win in Greeley would secure a first-round buyer for the Lady Grizz, while MSU is already locked into a buy and still in contention for a share of the Big Sky title with Idaho State. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that sh- So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Did you realize that you were a champion? You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why. I need a stylist when I shot so much I can speak Italian. It was only about, oh, I don't know, a month ago that I realized that this was a Steely Dan sample. Well, the great concerts I've seen in Missoula since I moved back five years ago. Steely Dan down there at uh, Ogren Park Allegiance Field, along with the Doobie Brothers. It was a rocking good time. A little Kanye for you on your Wednesday. The song, it's called Champion. Why? 
because the Montana State Bobcats are the Big Sky Conference champions. We go down to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Good friend of this show and a young lady who was there at the game last night covering it on behalf of SWX Montana Television. She's Alex Eshelman. She joins us once a week here on Nuanas Now for the Montana State Minute. Alex, thanks so much for being with us, and happy late birthday. How you doing? Oh, gosh, Coulter. Thank you. I have been so filled with love and and just happiness from all the birthday wishes so thank you so much but it has been a couple days and also it was coach ben's birthday on the same day as mine so you have to wish her a big big happy birthday as well um but and also great uh song choice champions kanye i mean you can't go wrong there especially because montana state men's basketball just uh, clinched a share of the Big Sky regular season championship. It was amazing last night. Well, seeing championships won, whether it's individual track championships, with, which you and I got to watch uh, together over the weekend on Friday and Saturday in Bozeman, or you know, watching any team from anywhere cut down the nets. It's always a really cool and emotional experience. And uh, yeah, just be so happy for for those guys as, that have been a part of Montana State because I think anybody that wins any championship here this upcoming year that has been around college basketball for the last couple, they've endured a lot of uncertainty, a lot of weird things. But just take us through sort of the scene because th- this was supposed to be a really tight game and it was for the first 10 minutes, but then MSU took control and they never l- let off the pedal and they basically dominated Southern Utah on the way to this uh, championship-clinching victory. Definitely, Coulter, and I actually uh, turned to Andrew Peterson at the game at the very end, and I said, gosh, I'm so happy this wasn't a tear. I mean, it would have been very fun to see the game come down to the very last second. However, it was nice to know within that final minute of the game that they were going to win, and they were going to have the celebration, have the confetti fall, be able to hold the trophy, And every step of that experience, Coulter, was just, um, it was one of those moments where you were just in the moment. You weren't thinking about anything else. You were just enjoying every second with the people that were there and being able to witness Coach Sprinkle celebrate that with not only his team, but his family, give his mom a big hug right after the game, Um, see tears in his eyes throughout that experience see the players hugging each other it was funny at the very end of the game every single player on the bench had a smile from ear to ear and they were looking at each other and hugging each other dancing it was really just an incredible moment well it's a state minute here on nuanas now alex eshelman joining us on the ringgits brothers rv phone line the montana state minute presented in part by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. Like Danny Sprinkle, Jake Dubeck hails from the Helena area, and he is your go-to guy if you have any questions for commercial or real or residential real estate in the capital city or the surrounding area. Give Jake Dubeck a call today. Let's start with Danny Sprinkle because Coach Sprinkle, mm-hmm. when he first was hired at his alma mater, uh, I, I wondered because Montana State has, has gone a variety of different routes in, in trying to catch some momentum within their men's basketball program, yet they were always kind of stuck in neutral. Ever since Mick Durham resigned in the mid-2000s, you know, from Brad Hughes to Brian Fish, they had talented players, but it was the same result every year. Fourth or fifth in the league, sometimes sixth. Get to the conference tournament, rarely win a game. They went a, a full decade without winning a game in the postseason tournament. But then Danny Sprinkle showed flashes last year, leading the team to the tournament championship game. And then... He got multiple guys, including Xavier Bishop and Amin Adamu, to come back for their extra final year. But all of the skepticism that I had, I shouldn't say skepticism, but I was just wondering how Danny Sprinkle would fare, a guy who had only been a career assistant with stops at Cal State Northridge and Cal State Fullerton, which which are just Big West schools. It's not like he's coming from the Pac-12. I was just wondering, how would he acclimate? What would his style be at his alma mater? He has fully exceeded my expectations in every sort of way. Uh, But what have you thought of this? Because, like you said, he was an emotional guy last night, a guy from Montana, went to Montana State, but pretty special moment for Montana State's head men's basketball coach. Oh, Coulter, it was was so cool to watch him celebrate it and soak it in. And we've had a number of players throughout this season on Bobcat Insider, Zach Mackey and I. And we always ask 
you know, what have you learned from Coach Sprinkle in his three seasons, whatever. And the first thing that they all bring up is work ethic. His work ethic, how hard he's, how hard he works. They can see that. They can say he, he studies film nonstop. And he's hard on the guys, and he admits that. You know, he says he's not easy on them, but he knows the potential of this team. He knows the potential that Montana State men's basketball has. And clearly within his three seasons, he's, he's brought that success. And to be able to see him experience that, have a little piece of the 96 net from his time playing and the success that he had as a player and have that in his pocket for good luck and be able to pull that out and hold it next to his new 2022 edition, that was a surreal moment. Great symbolism and uh, an awesome example of, of how superstition works in sports, but also uh, great reverence for history. I think that's one of the great reasons Danny Sprinkles had success because I think he appreciates it, and he's been a part of it at MSU as well on their last NCAA tournament team back in 1996, right. and, and he's really tried to remake that uh, tradition of success at Montana State. Alex Eshelman joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. She is a reporter for SWX Montana in Bozeman, Montana. We'll be back on SWX next week right now. The next three days here, uh, Nuanas now will not be on SWX because the uh, mothership, as it were, over in Spokane, they're broadcasting the Washington State high school basketball playoffs. So that's what's going to be on your TV for the rest of this week. We'll be back at it next week when we're in Boise. And Alex, last night... Xavier Bishop looked at exactly what you'd hope a sixth-year senior guard would look like playing in his last couple home games. He was a man possessed, right. and it seemed like he w- was a guy that r- refused to lose. So uh, he continues to impress. But what did you think of his performance last night? Electric. Tied his career high of 28 points um, and just showed every uh, making of a, of a leader and showed exactly why he decided to come back and finish it out. And he even said that right after the game. He said, you know, this is a big reason. We we knew, and we've t- talked about this throughout this entire season. This team has a chip on their shoulder from being able to make it to the championship in, in the Big Sky Tournament last season and not get the outcome that they wanted. They want a different outcome this year. You've been able to feel that from the first game up until this point, and you still feel it going into Sac State tomorrow as well as UNC on Saturday. It was great. It was an amazing, amazing celebration last night, but they said we're going to celebrate till about midnight, and tomorrow when we wake up, it's going to be just a normal day. And they've had that mentality since the beginning of their season. Well, it's so important, too, because the – Regular season championship means you get to hang a banner. That's awesome. That's a great nod to the history, and you'll be remembered for it. But you don't get to host the tournament like you used to. And now, so now it's all about just playing well going into next week. So even though Montana State has checked this box, it's still about now forging towards next week and trying to win a Big Sky title in the tournament venue and go to the NCAA tournament, right? Right. Absolutely. And and you you hit the nail on the head perfectly, Coulter. I mean, Coach Sprinkle uh, talked about that after the game. And he talked about that, you know, throughout this season as well. But being able to celebrate and, and clinch a share of the Big Sky regular season championship at home is great. But back in the day, like you said, you, I mean, nobody was going to Boise for the tournament. So, to be able to have that experience now is special, but he said there is so much work to be done. This is one of the goals on our list of goals that we'd like to check off. So we're happy about it. We're thankful. This is, you know, you have to accomplish this first in order to move on to your next goal, but they said basically unfinished business. There's still a lot to be done. Slew of Montana State athletic sporting events coming up. The women play tonight. Uh, the MSU women at uh, Trisha Benford play tonight. Right. Uh, and then the Bobcats back at home, the men, on on Thursday against Sac State, Saturday against Northern Colorado. And, and the women, they got Sac State tonight, and they got Northern Colorado on Friday, and then we'll be in Boise next week. We're up against it, Alex, but I appreciate you taking the time today, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you soon. But in the meantime, have the, a good rest of your week, and happy birthday again. Thank you, Coulter. Appreciate being on your show, and I'll talk to you soon. There you go, Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television. It's the Montana State Minute presented in part 
by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V is your restaurant specialist. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, but if you can't make it in, J&V also has a pretty great website, jvrestaurant.com. JV is proud to sponsor athletics across the state of Montana. They've been locally owned and operated for more than 45 years. Get everything you need for your next event at JV, your restaurant specialist. What's up for the rest of the week? We'll get you all set up. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today. Or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Everyone is now on ESPN Radio. Great album. The album that got me into John Mayer. I should have picked a fight with Tommy about that when he was on earlier. He still doesn't believe me that John Mayer is a talented artist. I understand that he is a um, sort of a buffoon in his public life at certain times, but people that are uber famous, it's just kind of how it goes. It's not necessarily even because they're that much of a buffoon. Imagine if your life was on full display all the time. It's hard being famous. Just ask Tommy. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuana's coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Missed anything in the show today? All sorts of fun content, great conversations. On serious notes, we heard from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, after his team secured at least a share of their first Big Sky Conference championship in 20 years. We also heard from Travis DeCure, University of Montana men's basketball coach, his team beat that first-place Bobcat squad their last time out on Sunday, and they're one of the hottest teams in the Big Sky going into the Big Sky tournament with two regular season games remaining. We also gave you some wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We put a cap on our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Missoula with some great story time with Tommy Evans, our longtime producer and station engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting. And we heard from our good friend Alex Esselman, the Montana State reporter in Bozeman for SWX Montana Television. You can find everything from today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana as well as The Advocates. Time now for the final word presented by Eagle Satellite. Eagle Satellite wants to thank all current and former healthcare workers. They appreciate all you've done and continue to do. You can call 406-728-9999. To get your free TV package with TV starting at $57.99. And also be sure to ask about internet for $50. Bucks. Tomorrow, first hour, Krista Redpath around the big sky in women's hoops. We'll also hear from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. Brooks Nuanas from SkylineSportsMT.com. And Northern, Air, Northern Colorado, excuse me, head coach Steve Smiley, his team in Missoula Thursday night. We will talk to you then. Nuanas now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.